Hello friends, this is John Klein III with episode 105 of Shadow and Flame of Magic, the podcast. And today we're going to review Marauders Volume 2 that started in 2022, Issue 8. So let's get to it. To it. Burr, 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 and picking up from where we left last issue, and this is a cover by uh, Peach Mumbleco, who we all love, with Dakin, Kowan, and Aura. I bought this from Kelly's Comics for $4, so pretty much cover price. And skip to the credit page here. The writer is Steve Orlando, artist Eleanor Carlini, color artist Matt Mila. Letter in production, VC's Ariana Mar, or Mayor, perhaps, because I know there's a Mayor County and it's spelled the same way. Design, Tom Muir. Cover artist, Peach Momocomb, who's amazing. There's a variant cover by Todd Nuck and Rochelle Rosenberg, and I'm sure it's fun. It says it's an extreme Marvel, so maybe too extreme. Cersei editor, Lauren Amaro. Editor, Jordan D. White. And Editor-in-Chief C.B. Sabowski. And this came out in January 2023, so it's a year old. Which seems like forever ago. And this is Here Comes Yesterday Part 2. Secret Origins of a Species. Which I don't get. I, I still don't get. So the cover, or the issue is called Here Comes Yesterday Part 2, but then the recap is called Secret Origins of a Species. Wait, is there, which one's the subtitle? Well, I guess the secret origin of a species. The Marauders recently uncovered the existence of Threshold, the first group of mutants on Earth who have was wiped out by their rivals, the Unbreathing, nearly two billion years ago, and has since been lost to the annuals of history until now. Using a recovered Shi'ar time drive containing the essence of the last three survivors of Threshold, Thea, Crave, and Amass, which hopefully I do a better job memorizing those names. In Kakoa's current day resurrection protocols, the wayward time refugees have been awakened and are now asking for the Marauders' help to prevent Threshold's annihilation from ever happening. Buckle up, the Marauders are going to, on a rescue mission like no other. And our cast are is Kate Pride, Bishop, Psylocke, Fang, Lockheed, who's not in this issue, so, you know, manage expectations. Awara, Somnus, Temple, and Cassandra Nova. And the issue opens up with a flashback uh, threshold two billion years ago. And there are leaders talking to the three who are about to embark on their mission. Just wishing them the best of luck. Kokoa, the broken baths now. And Carlini does a great job because the Marauders are in the uh, the Broken Baths, which is their hot springs, and clearly they're all naked. And all of them look super unique and individual. Um, and I like how it's not too sexy. Like, you know, you can clearly you know, allow it to be sexy in your mind, but it's not drawn to be titillating. Or at least I don't believe so. I like how Kate has her hair up. So, you know, she doesn't have to wash it later, I assume. You know, the cast is pretty great looking, um, not just because they're nude, but just, you know, like they're all their different, um, skin tones are being respected. Uh, Dakin has a big tattoo, so it's like, oh yeah, that one's Dakin. Though it's not really an issue, really. I guess, 
uh, shout outs for how Awara and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. And then Kawan look different enough where it's like, oh yeah, I know which one's which. Um, it helps to like, so yeah, Awara will be the one closest to Jacob. I mention this now because later when they're wearing their space time suits, uh, it's like, who's who? I don't know. Until literally I got to a page where I was like, oh, their names are on their legs. Like, okay, I guess that makes sense. And Kate's saying, you're questioning the mission now? Why? Because of Cassandra Nova? And Somnus is like, who wouldn't have cautions about war conquering germs? And Aurora says, it's not like you've been taking opinions, Captain, and I'm not saying we should go. And Kawan saying, throwing us into the woods deep in the past shouldn't be a split-second decision. Which then Kate says, that's when you think it was, Psylocke. I've worn an X a long time, saved plenty, lost plenty too. This mission isn't some wild dream, it's an act of will. The choice here is the one I make every day. To hope, to not take no for an answer with others would. And Aurora's super shocked, which I don't know, maybe she's just been feeling inspired. And yes, when necessary to dive at the wolves and kick their asses, want to know a secret? Our best, our boast doesn't work for Krakoa. It works for mutants. That's, it's that simple. Oh, I gotta take off my glasses. Our boat doesn't work for Krakoa. It works for mutants. It's that simple. We go where we're needed, full stop. The Quiet Council itself couldn't keep me from doing my job. That's why I chose you all, not for stats for, or experience or for your hearts. You need to save lives and not be stopped. And oh, Temple. So, a speech, Captain, but saving Threshold could still mean overriding Kokoa as we know it. Saving the past from Archie and Sublime doesn't need to undo the present, Kate says. And I wish I could remember who Archaea is. Like, a Sublime, I know. And I just have to assume, like, it's the good version of Sublime. Aurora says, we'll find a way. They've been beaten here. We can beat them there. And Dakin's like, what if Temple's right? The past long dead. Even if we save Threshold, time will still get them. There's no threat to Krakoa here and now. Can we really risk erasing our own lives for something that's over? And Bishop speaks up. Your life was over when I was born, Fang. I'm still here fighting for it. We plan. We take precautions. We help who we can. Until then, we keep the... Threshold 3 out of trouble. And we see uh, Craves is chowing down on food. Uh, Psylocke. I guess we're just going to call it Psylocke. And. Oh, what is his name now? And Grey Crow's at his uh, restaurant. He runs on Coca-Cola. And he's just watching Craven just want eat. He's sitting next to Power Horse from the previous issue, uh, who also has like a tattoo like Dakin does. And Maggot, who I love, is Eenie and Meanie. And great detail about how Maggot's holding the bowl, but it's Eenie and Meanie are just eating. And then Crave makes the mistake of making fun of Maggot and his. Well, Maggot's. Which honestly, I don't know, one day I would love to get an expats book with like Gabbit's um, cats, Kate Pride's Lockheed, of course, 
Um, and Maggots, Maggots would be great. Uh, Jonathan the Wolverine, the most real Wolverines. I know there's some other animals out there. But, you know, the Pet Avengers wanted to do have a ex-pets, you know, side hustle. I think that would be amazing. Oh, oh, the shark. Who's the shark's name? What is the shark's name? Crunch, 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 crunch. Thank you, everyone who was shouting Jeff the shark. I was like, I know it's a J name, but and I knew for sure it wasn't Joey. <clears throat> Cray Crow makes a joke about how, like, well, I wish this guy would eat a bullet, and Cray's like, I'll eat a bullet. I'll, I'll eat anything. And then, given a gun, Crave just eats it away. And then we see Cassandra Nova giving a mass an update about how cruel the world is and how her expectations for it are low and how she dares Kokoa to even question her. She has a fun, her own version of Celebra that's on her head. And then there's the Dead Mutant Cove with Tempo and... Ugh, I was going to say Thea, is that right? I'm going to see these characters. I mean, they're interesting. Yeah, Thea, that was right. Ugh, my confidence level. I guess Tempo is concerned about water coming up on her feet, and Thea, like, controls the gravity around it and, <clears throat> you know, splashes it away. And It's a fun little bonding moment. The White Palace. So Kate, uh, Kawan, and Bishop are talking to Jumble, Carnation, and his weaving pal, a Stitch, which is, you know, a clever name for a weaving pal. And Kate's saying, save the throws, Jumble. We're looking for function here, not fashion. And Jumble's like, fashion could be function, girl. Stitch and I sat down with Forge. This is what we got. The molecules inside the brooches are intuitive, not unstable, and self-healing. They'll protect the past from today's germs and be the look that launches a thousand puberties. Which is overselling it. Like, it's not... It's, it's pretty much just a spacesuit. Your life... Your livery, Captain. Tap once to deploy, twice to redact, three times to pat me on the back. And don't forget Stitch. Her gifts... Make her a virtuoso with micro secret circuitry. And then they're given their suits. They're on the ship. Um, <clears throat> when they put the. Oh no. And so the, it's the. The A and Marauders. Well, I guess the second A is the skull and crossbones. It's that design. So it's like, hey, it's an in universe design now. What's not to like about that? And so Christian Frost is um, greeting them at their spaceship, her now time ship. And we get the page, and pretty much everyone, and I didn't even realize the team shot, but they all, it's pretty much, oh, you know what it is? It's just the in-game suits. But instead of all white, they have black arms and outer leg sections with each of their hero names so kate pride is pride and kate says don't worry thea i'm sure you people put their pants on the same as us which in the thea as she's from billions of years ago says our clothing grows from short-lived unicellular colonies that live an entire lifespan on your skin's surface and then petrify it into be soaking attire 
So it's like, okay, so different for different sake. The Amass does his job of combining everyone into himself. And they create like a giant blue person. And then we get all this fun stuff about what each person brings to the team. It's okay once they want to call out. So copy, Bishop. This is Temple. Colonel Kinesis are go. This is Pride. Intangibility is go. Aegisthea. Gravity shield is go. This is Fang. Healing is go. Bishop. Compound energy field is go. This is Psylocke. Psychic backup is go. This is Aurora. Light speed is go. Miss Nova is here with a threshold language upload in hand. Um, it's Somnus prepping hypersleep. A mass just full of nervous mutants and jumping in three, two. And there's a data page here. Resistance log record nine one nine, which I can't imagine is a six one six upside down. Speaker Grove. It has been days since Crave, Thea, and the mass departed. Lowe's left battle on as best they can. I like to blame the traitor Night Front for radicalizing the unbreathing after ages of quiet, but in truth, for some, quiet was not enough. For some, the unbreathing had to be eradicated in full. And creating a weapon of war in a time of peace, they drove Night Front into the arms of the enemy. We are to blame for his defection. We created these bacteria conquerors because for some, it was not enough that the unbreathing were long beaten, only extinction would do. Hate breeds hate. Night font defected in disgust, leading the unbreathing against us in hopes of restarting the oxygen wars. In effect, our final weapons became a self-fulfilling prophecy. Had we not been created them, they would never have been needed. But sadly, this is a long moot. Thrasher Laboratories made the sibling bacteria to destabilize and destroy unbreathing society. Made them intelligent enough to evade and adapt to unbreathing medicines and immunities. But if intelligence came feeling and emotion, intelligence enough to resent that they've been made with hate, loaded by fear, born to destroy, they loathe each other but loathe us even more. And we were fools to think they'll see any difference between us and our enemies. And revolt overtook Threshold in mere days, piggybacked on our viral communication systems. The two siblings spread from body to body, mules as they call them, infecting us and fighting a gruesome war for supremacy with our own flesh as the medium. They mock us, take our abilities for their own, even as they act out their very purpose we gave them. So, Cyril collapsed. Resistance is thin. Some of us enrich with the, and they enrich as the, their mutants. Because I think they call the humans the enlightened. But the right gifts are able to hold off their infection, but that does little to ward off the more violent powers of our neighbors. Hermetic fields have allowed us to establish sparse strongholds, but there are so many ways for them to get in. The sentry towns, built as beachheads against the future and breathing offenses, are some of the last areas untouched by the Microsoftic conquerors. But as infected numbers grow and the winds change, we will fight to our last... But I fear we won't last long. And there's an ad here, house ad for Miles Morales. Number one, oversized first issue spectacular by Cody Ziegler, Federico Vincenti, covered by Dag Ruin. So that's interesting. Threshold Century Town, 87, two billion years ago. And we just see everyone's fighting. And then a mask gets there and says, well, we're here, and it's just as bad as I remember it. And then we try to get, like, the inner, 
I guess amasses this giant blue being, and then there's all these like eye portals where we can see everyone's eyeballs around the head because that's where eyes go. Unless you're eye boy, and then they're just everywhere. And then someone says, I'm sorry, Tia, I tried, but it's billions of years. It's like throwing a dart at a snowflake. Which, if you try that, just claim that the one you hit was the one you were aiming for. And, best case, try to hit like 12 of them. And then say that's what you're going for. And then a mass reverses their power, and so now the heroes are all bouncing around, and this is when I noticed the word Fang on the Fang's thigh, and was like, oh. So they're just the in-game suits, but with their names on the side, like, all right. That's a good design. And so they keep fighting. Uh, there's a house ad here for Ghost Rider number nine, Benjamin Percy and Corey Smith. And Kate says, good luck with that, as someone, oh, as she also gives a bad cry, so let's give them hell. So I don't know what she's saying, good luck with that. Oh, someone tried to slice her and Kate just phases through it, so that's nice. Oh yeah, there's a page here about how we lost Tom Palmer in from 1941 to 2022, so it was a big year for us losing our favorites. Cassandra Nova gets uh, strangled, and she immediately recognizes Arcrea. And then Fang rescues her. And so then uh, Sublime shows up. This is pretty much like fight, fight, fight. Oh yeah, and then Dakin's suit gets ripped, but his healing factor is keeping him mostly intact. Kate's like, no, if Fang, if even his healing factor can't hold him off, we're... And then we hear a voice, Doom, of course. That's what this was about. This, about a mission, how sad. There's no so much to learn and see inside this body. The feeling. Oh, oh, because Sublime, yeah. It's Sublime is the final page turn reveal. So Dakin, Sublime has taken yet another human host, but this one's from a billion years in the future. It is hard to be like, man, Volume 1 was such a tight focus, like political intrigue, high sea adventures, and this is, you know, going back in time three billion years. I don't know, Dakin pretty much put it of like, why are we doing this? And just Kate being stubborn, being like, yeah, we're going to do this. Next, double-crossing the threshold. Resistance log, record 491 speaker groove. Another setback today, another failed attempt at curing your kind of these bacteria. As the deadly siblings infect more and more neighborhoods by the day, our cities teeter in the brink. The need for a cure is more urgent than ever. But how do you eradicate diseases that were created to outthink any treatment? Our medicines for all our advancements are skip simply tools. In a sense, they're automatrons, no matter how complex their programming, but whether enemies are more than that, they're sentient, microscopic beings, and with consciousnesses networked across trillions of cells and thousands of bodies. While some medicines have bodily efficiency at first, in every instance, the two siblings have learned to overcome them before being completely obliterated. That is what some of us hope to visit upon the unbreathing. Now we suffer it ourselves. So, you know, 
a weapon of war. Like, oh no, I never thought it was used against us. I've commissioned countless studies, even as time dwindles and infections grow, there's no natural immunity to our creations. So far, the siblings have neglected to infect the enshrined, perhaps because their lack of... Oh yeah, not enlightened enshrined. Perhaps because their lack of abilities offers less utility to them. I guess this story does give you the origin of sublime that no one asked for. Or thousands have asked for. But in time, once they've exhausted their enriched bodies and powers, they will turn to the enshrined, and then, I suspect, the unbreathing. While the infection have been successfully held off by thresholders, those gifts allow them to repel microscopic attack once infected. There has thus far been no known case of either of these siblings being driven from a body or killed within it. Any internal abilities a thresholder may have are appropriate by the bacterial conquerors. The siblings do show some weakness to telepathic attack, but their consciousness is spread so far and wide that it's all but impossible to gather them in such quantity that a second strike could have any meaningful effect. As long as we're here fighting, we will never stop looking for a cure. But as of now, it's with great sadness I must report that there remains no known means to cleanse a body of infection. Only after the death of a host do either of them abandon its flesh. Next, Sublime, Issue 9. Then also coming out with Monitors 8 is Legion of X7. And these all came out November 9, 2022. Sabretooth and Exiles 1, Wolverine 27, Immortal X-Men 8, which is a great issue, X-Force 36, X-Men 16, and Exterminators 3. Which, once again, 2022 does not feel that long ago, but just being in 2024, it's like, oh, two years ago. But it's like, well, not two full years. But I really wish we had gotten our Exterminators mini last year. That would have been great. Like every January, we should be given a new exterminator. And that, everyone, was like Marauders number eight from volume two or the 2022 volume, depending on how you like to view such things. So let's see what comics are coming out on Wednesday. So I went show variants and went from 12 results to 47 results. So that's three times like. The number of comics coming out, so it's ridiculous. So Beast is coming back to X-Force and X-Force 48. So there's two Beast variants. Oh, there's still the Wolverine on variant cover every title gets. Gods 4 comes out, which I read the first issue and didn't really come back to it. They are reprinting X-Men 4 with the Brotherhood, which turning to my left, I'm seeing a poster on our wall of that. Spider-Woman 3, Superior, Spider-Man, some Star Wars. Hey, Power Pack into the Storm by Simonson and Bergman, so I love that. Oh, oh, Resurrection of Magneto with a variant cover. Oh, oh, oh no, it just says variant cover. It's only getting one variant cover, so that seems respectable. The variant cover is amazing where it's all red with Magneto's um, purple parts of his suit being... Um, breaking up the red, so that's pretty amazing. Oh no, there's more variant covers. I guess they're just spread out. There's a just an M variant. Oh yeah, there's plenty of variant covers. Okay, so it says X Force 
8 and, no, I'm sorry, X-Force 48 and Resurrection Magneto. So that promises to be on Araco. So maybe another week of no Shadow Kate or Magic, which is disappointing. Not disappointing is following me on Twitter and YouTube at JackoSII. I'm uploading a video now. Uh, I just got the Amazon exclusive Miss Marvel uh, number I know I took off my glasses to read my comics and now it's too far away from my eyeballs. Uh, 1084. And so I'm welcoming her into the X-Men and I'm starting a pop Funko, I don't know, just a playlist. And hopefully I got lots of ideas. So hopefully I sprinkle them in a little more frequently. Try and make that weekly, you know, content. And then I got, oh. And then Walker and I did a couple of practice rounds of a big video series I want to make, but I forgot completely to make a, I made one aspect of the production I needed to do, but there's another half that I need to send myself a text so I remember do in the morning. So ex look forward to some content on YouTube and Twitter. Um, I started my X-Men Second Coming um uh, Twitter project, so starts off strong, and then magic quits being in second coming because they take out all the teleporters, as is you know the bad guys' plan. So good on them, but it makes not so many magic appearances. <laughs> and Kate Pride's during her fish tank era after Magneto brought her back from space. So it's just it's not a it's not a crossover with my favorites in it. So you know it loses points, but it's getting us transition into my next big Twitter project. But I will reveal that once uh, we're past uh, the second coming one. So thank you everyone for listening. If you will um, like and subscribe to this channel and ask a friend to listen and subscribe, that really appreciate it as we try to grow. And I will talk at you next time, hopefully with either a On Shows Now issue, or we'll just do another back issue. Oh, shoot. And I also have plans to make another YouTube video about what I bought at Golden Girls, a um, antique store here that my nephew Curtis hit me to, that they have like a whole comic book section that they update monthly, I guess. And I need to make a, a video about um, what I what my recent haul was. So I'll see when I can do that one. But I, tonight was a do a podcast episode. But then while I was prepping in my mind, I was like, "Well, let's also do a pop Funko episode." So it just felt creative coming home tonight. All right, everyone. Well, once again, thank you for listening. I'll talk at you next time. Bye.